One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, everyone, to Adventures and Aberrations, a D&D live play podcast featuring four strangers who met over Reddit and are about to dive into this fantastical world of Dungeons and Dragons. My name is Sean. I will be your DM and host for this evening, and I would like to introduce our first player, Rosie. Hi, everyone. I'm Rosie, and I'm going to be playing as Odalie Oakblossom. She is a Way of Mercy monk, and... Uh, yeah, fun fact about me is that I can play the banjo with my toes. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> That's pretty freaking sweet. Alright, next up is Tommy. Hey everybody, I'm uh, Tommy Rose. Uh, I'll be playing uh, Svelta Kinderlight, uh, a level 5 uh, blade singing wizard fire genasi half-elf. That's a fucking mouthful. Uh, and uh, a fun fact about Svelta, if we're going to talk about our um, musical prowess, is I can play the viol um, very much not with my toes, but uh, I'm actually able to uh, put a bow on my short swords that I have and turn that into a full bow. Um, it's actually a great way to get a little extra drinking money at the tavern. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then our final but not least player, Alex. Hi, I'm Alex. I'm playing Hearth, the fifth level Earth Ganassi Twilight Cleric. And fun fact about Hearth is that he cannot remember how he learned to play the violin. <laughs> nice. Yeah, look at us. We're just a bunch of musical people. Bunch of musical people. <laughs> this, this is just a, a, a an entire band simulator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, no, we all play, we're all playing bards, actually. <laughs> I didn't know this was bombarded. Yeah, that's a, no, if there's no full adventure, we're just gigging. Like, we got a van yeah. and everything. You weren't supposed to know my plan. Uh, look at us, we figured it out in the beginning of session one. Look at us. I don't even need my notes so anymore. Smart. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Oh, they're so beautiful that we can't have to save them. We can't get rid of them. I bet. 
Um, anyways, and then as a DM, I feel like if I had a character, I should give away a fun fact, but I'm going to do something fun and just talk about random stuff in my life, fun facts about me, and fun fact about me is that going along with the musical theme, I can play the acoustic and electric guitar. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. I can also play the guitar. Nice. <laughs> I have played a guitar before. <laughs> Energy. And I can sort of play the ukulele. Perfect. <laughs> I'm classically trained in voice. I don't like. That's all I got. <laughs> that that is true. Anything? I also also trained in voice. But... <laughs> Look at us go. All right. Well then, without further ado, I say we should hop right on in. <laughs> all right. So, welcome to the land of Tapira. A land full of natural beauty, diverse cultures, and many secrets to be uncovered. This continent consists of four nations, Oskin, Dastos, Uskar, and the nation we'll be starting our adventure in, the Unified Kingdoms. And more importantly, the small city Vina outside the Postmedialaxery, School of Wizardry and Magics of the Universe, but most commonly known as the University. Um, so yeah. Our story takes place in the city Vina, and Vina is a bustling uh, shopping district city full of trade and the exchange of goods, and which normally cultivates in the town square where it all happens, but at this time it is a traveling circus. They have been in the city for a couple days now. They've taken up the town square and put on shows every single night. But our story takes place with Odalie walking down the street. And Odalie, around you, you can see the traveling circus behind you as you are entering the city for your first time on your horseback, just covering from your traveling, from your journey from Inassi. It's about 8 o'clock at night, you've had a long day of travel, and you are fatigued and pretty much just... Actually, I don't want to talk for you. How are you feeling about a full day of travel? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little grubby, you know, it kind of kicked up a lot of dirt and stuff, so... I'm in a kind of stable for this guy, and uh, find some place to, you know, sleep. Perfect. Okay. So you were. Yep. So you've been talking with a couple townsfolk, and they've all pretty much told you to make your way down to the. Why can't I find it? The Copper Giraffe, as that is the most lively tavern in the city and a must-stop travel for anyone coming into the city. Well, it sounds like just the place for me. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna drop the pony off and hightail it to the copper jar. I love that name. Super excited to find out what this place is about. Perfect. So, as you make your way into the tavern, um, the sign outside reads the copper giraffe as it's shaped like a giraffe, fully made out of copper. And it's just your kind of generic. D&D building, wood structure, wood frame, and then as you enter in, it is 
really bustling this evening. You see a bunch of people in this tavern. You see a barkeep. He is a human man with uh, a silvery white mustache with flowing white hair. He's very finely dressed as he's shaking a drink as he's pouring out in many cups along the bar. And then you see many different people having drinks, having a jolly good time. Some not, but yeah, where do you go from there? I'm going straight to the to the barkeep. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to go up to him and be like, is he away from like where I would go or is he just like hanging out? Um, he's chilling behind the bar for now. Like, well, hey, uh, barkeep. Oh, well there, little lady. How can I help you? I just gotta say, it gets the most beautiful hair in my fish I've ever seen on anybody ever. Oh, I thank it's you. Great. Uh, can I get something very strong, please? It's been a long day. Oh, for sure. As the drink he was just shaking pours it out over seven glasses, and then in one fell swoop, he pushes them all out to seven different patrons, including oh, yourself. Wow. I'm knocking it straight back. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> it is very strong and really hits the spot. Perfect. Um, is so I kind of want to like before I start to do anything, I want to like scope out the people at the bar um, and in the tavern. Um, you said there's like people who look like they're having a bad time. Yep, you can see two kind of city guard. You see one man pounding back a nail, and he, he also has three other gla empty glasses beside him, and he has uh, just what looks to be another one of his friends just sitting with him, kind of hearing him out as he's blabbering away. And he's really the only dude who's not having a great time. But then you can see a couple, you see a nobleman and his wife just having a casual conversation. You see a purple dragonborn sitting on kind of the far side of the room and then you see a couple um, traveling merchants chatting away at a table and just a bunch of ordinary townsfolk so I'm gonna stick to the bar and um, I'm gonna talk to the barkeep a little bit more I think um, they got so Kind of new around these parts. Uh, what's a good word? You know, is there anything, like anything suspicious happening lately, or like weird people traveling through faces you haven't seen? Um, weird people anything? come in every single day. That's one of the reasons I love this job. Chat with people, getting all the secret information that people tend to spill once they're one or two whales in. I'll live for that. Did you get anything really spectacular lately? Um, I'm assuming this is your first time in the town? Yeah. Well, as he kind of nudges towards the city guard not having a good time, he's like, well, that man's having a bit of a rough time. You see, he's kind of the one leading investigators of the watch, and then there's been 
an arson on the loose who's burned down a couple buildings and uh, he's the main man on the case but uh, one just happened the other day and he's not taking it well. Yeah, who, who could blame him? Holy cow. Uh, you know, shoot, I, I'll take another one of those whatever they were. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's great. Thanks. All right, coming right up as he starts shaking it. And then the perspective shifts over to um, someone coming down the stairs from where all the rooms are. And it is Svelter. Uh, Svelte, you've kind of, you've been in the town for a couple days now, kind of touring around, seeing what's what, went out to the university grounds for one day, kind of checking what that's all about, and you've made your way back to the Copper Giraffe. I, uh, uh, as I, I walk down the, down the stairs, I kind of, ah, uh, fully stretched, kind of coming in, feeling a little... A little dozy, um, but I walk in um, and look around, uh, see the uh, <clears throat> uh, the barkeep upstairs, um, try to look at him, uh, catch his eye, kind of flash him a little uh, wink and salute, um, <clears throat> and uh, I head over to um, the the booth that I've kind of been uh, occupying the past couple days, um, and I, I see that it, it's. Uh, I'm assuming I see that it's open, and I, yep. I, I sat along right, right inside it. Yep. Um, just take out my uh, my spell book, and I'm just kind of leafing through it. Um, just kind of like looking through, being like, okay, what, what is the best one? To, okay, okay. Like kind of look, looking through. And then, as far as where other um, people are, whereabouts in the tavern where you, where would you be sitting? Um, I would say that uh, uh, my booth is uh, definitely um, like not in the center, but not like the one where you have to turn four corners before you go to it. Uh, I would I would be I'm assuming it's a pretty open floor plan, um, yep. kind of to the uh, uh, like left. Uh, if the barkeep is sitting at the main bar, to to their left. Um, sitting as I sit down I, I'm able to not lock eyes with the barkeep and kind of like make a, a hand motion or, or more likely actually message him what I would like to have um, uh, and then let him message me back um, uh, that's so it, it, it's like just off where, where I can definitely catch his eye whenever I need to yep and then Odalie he looks over towards you oh one second uh, just gotta go do one of my errands as he quickly fixes up whatever drink you mentioned to him and then personally brings it over to you um it's uh uh it is a, a flaming uh um toddy uh so definitely some local herbs uh, mixed in with some some fresh honey um and a solid amount of the uh, their local uh, rye um and uh, he I, I, when I first came in, he he offered at first to like light it, and I was like, it's okay, it's okay, and just conjured from my hand nice. um, a a flame right on top of it. Uh, the only difference compared to most people who drink a flaming toddy is that I don't put mine out before uh, taking a sip. Nice. Reflex, but okay. 
as I uh, take it from him, I, uh, um, I, I, I plop a coin on, on his tray that he has. I make sure to uh, catch the eye of um, the prettiest person I can find in the bar. Uh, I look uh, right at him, and I, I wink at him, point at him, and take my sip looking right at him. Right at the barkeep, or the... Right at the... Uh, I, I, I'm assuming that there is an attractive lad in the, in the bar. Yes. Uh, so I'm looking right at him, wink at him, and, and do my weird flex of drinking a flaming beverage. <laughs> Alright. Ooh, first dice roll of the game. Roll me a performance. Oh, this. Come on, big money, big money. That is an 18. 18, dang. <laughs> okay, well, aside from the barkeep, the most attractive man is sitting across the table from the city investigator. It's his friend as he kind of peers away, kind of as he his friend is droning on. He catches eyes with you and he kind of shivers a little bit but then goes back to his conversation um i'm just, i'm going to i'm going to uh, do a little catch and release and, le and leave that where it is okay and then rosie from your perspective you could see the barkeep make the drink that spelter was requesting and bring it over to him and you see him light the drink himself and then Basically, you saw the entire scene unfold before you. I'm going to um, turn and see if I can catch Walter's uh, eye. Um, I might even wait a little bit, like, you know, like, hey, like, too awkward. And I'm going to get a couple thumbs up when it happens. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking around, kind of like swilling this flaming beverage. Um, uh, I look over and see see you waving at me, just like, and like, kind of look around, being like, does does she does she know? What? Do I know her? I'm gonna like do like the, the thumb motion at the the very attractive man, and then I'm gonna do the double <laughs> thumbs up again. <laughs> um. Uh, I, I point my finger at you and send a message uh, to you. Um, just go like, you know, this bar doesn't often have very attractive people, but you know, it's it's good when, when they can come in. Wait, hey, you gotta shoot your shot when you can, you know. If you need uh, a tiny winker, let me know. Um, I, 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 I wave you, I, I beckon you over and wave, wave you through. Um, uh, as, as I'm usually accustomed to, I feel like people who aren't used, uh, I'm, I'm making bold assumptions here, um, that most people that I run into are, uh, not accustomed to getting a message, so I'm used to the, like, what, unsure if you, uh, like, move your lips when you get a message. Uh, so I figured it's easier to just call um, you Oh. Um. Sure. <laughs> I will come right over. Just bopping over. Hey! You know, I just, I, I gotta say, it's like super cool when you, you drink, it drinks on fire. I mean, I know, like, it probably is a lot easier for you, for you than most people, but it's nice. Thank you. It, it's actually, it, it's, uh, 
I'll, I'll, be honest, I'll be honest with you, it, it hurts a little bit. I'm not exactly immune to fire, but um, but it, it, it is a good way to wake yourself up this morning. Well, I mean, hey, I couldn't tell, so if I can go, I don't think anybody else can tell either. So. <laughs> You're too kind. Um, what, what are you drinking? I really honestly don't know. And, oh god, you see her like, she like passed her pockets really fast and then she like, she runs up to the bar really fast and she puts some gold in the bar. And she doesn't <laughs> um, And then she comes back. Yeah, I told uh, Ollie I... it was this strong, so that's all I needed. <laughs> uh, as you go, as, as I see you do that, I, I just start laughing and go, don't, don't, uh, this barkeep is very uh, observant. He would know if you were trying to leave. Um, he saw you come over here. It's all good. Okay, I, you know, I'm not usually one for, like, inns and taverns and stuff, I, I'm tired, you know, and I'm a little grubby, so it, it's, it was not this I understand, so, you know, are, you... are you... Sorry, go on. Oh, no, go ahead. I was, I was wondering, are you, are you planning on staying here? Are you getting a room, or are you just kind of in and out? Yeah, I, I'm gonna stay here for the night, and then I'm gonna, um... Do a little snooping around, I think, tomorrow, and then uh, see where that leads me. Uh, what, what about uh, you? Well, what brings you into town? This place. I'm uh, I'm kind of traveling into town. I uh, am very interested in looking into the university, um, as your library is extensive, and there's just a bit of information I'm trying to get. Uh, so I figured. I would, uh, you know, spend some time in the area, try to scope it out, and, uh, try to see if I can get myself in. Well, yeah, yeah, well, I, I believe in you, and you can do the thing. What sort of information are you looking for? She, like, gets on her elbows and, like, leaves like, maybe a little too close. <laughs> <laughs> and then, at this moment, the scene change, changes out, and it fixes on Hearth as... You're tying Coco in for the night at a stable right beside the copper giraffe. It's okay, buddy. You'll be fine here. <laughs> I know, it's quite warm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, though. I will be back in the morning. As he kind of spins in the circle one time and then fluffs to the ground as he tries to get comfortable in the different climate. <laughs> there you go, buddy. You are fine now. And Hearth will enter the copper uh, giraffe. Alright, and then as you enter into the copper giraffe, you see kind of the barkeep back at the bar, and then you see all the other various people that I've forementioned sitting around the tavern but then one thing that was yeah the others didn't really notice but then was kind of carried out after they kind of started chit-chatting is that there's a copper mechanical giraffe giving stand-up in the back of the tavern that's phenomenal and then the first thing you <laughs> I hear love this place. and then the first thing you hear is why do paladins wear chain mail as it kind of Tweaks, it tweaks his head to the right because it's holy armor. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. 
and then keeps going. I love this place so much. I hate how much I love that joke. <laughs> oh, good. And then is after, then after listening for like a couple minutes or so, you can tell it's just playing the same like four jokes over and over and over again. Oh God. Better. But yeah, so what do you do? Uh, I will go up to the barkeep. Whoa, are ya? You freezing there, bud? Uh, no, just, just getting into town. They're coming from up north, so I haven't had a chance to change yet. Ah, I see, I see. Yeah, but uh, do you have a a room possibly? Uh, yes, I have all the rooms upstairs. Um, five silver for the night. All right, I'll slide you over. I'll slide over a gold piece for two nights. Okay. As he gives you a key, uh, room four up the stairs. Perfect. And what did you say your name was? Uh, my name is. Teddy Rasmussen. Nice to meet you, Teddy. I nice to meet you, too. Uh, what's your name, pal? I am Hara. Hart. Yes. Don't see a name like that here all too often. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you as well. Uh, could I get your tallest ale? Yep. As he goes down under the counter, brings back a massive, like... 30 ounce glass because he taps a keg and then the ale starts pouring into it. Perfect. This will do me well. And then where do you go from there? I will scan the room momentarily. <laughs> Alright, so scanning the room you see kind of the bar being um, on the south side. Looking northward is kind of north west you see the staircase up to the second floor where all the rooms are and then you see kind of straight ahead of you is where the stand-up giraffe is on a little stage up there and then kind of tables to the west and east and kind of a couple in the middle but there he keeps the floor plan pretty open and then you see the city watchman kind of in the table on the corner on the right side and then you see the nobleman and his wife, um, kind of two tables south. I hope this is all making sense. I'm kind of lost, to be honest. But okay. <laughs> and then you see the uh, traveling traders. There's, you can see a woodcarver and a bricklayer sitting at the same table, uh, kind of in the middle of the room. And then you see the you see a halfling and a fire genasi sitting at a table close to the stairs, to the upstairs. Hartful wandered over to the other genasi in the room. <laughs> okay. As you walk over with ale in hand, you get about, I want to say, five feet away when you kind of stop in place. You kind of feel yourself start to shake a little bit, and then... Um, Svelter and Odalie, you can see this as his eyes kind of glaze over, and then 
looking at them, you can kind of see stars align on the outside of them, and they can almost give a perfect resemblance to the one you saw in your vision. As you kind of start shaking back and forth more and more, and then your ale eventually drops to the ground. Can I try and catch it? Yes. Roll a dexterity check. Straight dexterity. Oh, man. It's probably as big as me. Let's see. Oh, please. You got this. I believe in you. You got oh, this. Oh, boy. Not super great. A 12. A 12? <laughs> it's really big. With your small hands and with the big glass of ale, you kind of do the thing where if you're trying to save something, you kind of swat it away. You do one of those. Instead of trying to catch it, you smack it away and cause it to shatter more than it would. Uh, I kind of just sit there and like watching the whole thing happen. Be like, um, is that uh, uh, and I I I message the bar, uh, um, uh, Teddy and I go, I go, can you have on my L, please? I'll, I'll cover it. And then. Earth, you feel yourself come back to consciousness as you kind of shudder, as you kind of regain your balance, but then look down at the broken nail and then look at the two people from your uh, vision. Sorry. sorry about that. I uh, must have been a longer day than I expected. Oh, no, I, he... Yeah. I was going to ask the same thing. You okay? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I just... Not dressed for the weather, it would seem. <laughs> I'd say you're you're in very warm clothes. It's it's not that cold out here. Are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. I am just uh, further south than I normally would be. Yeah. Trying, trying to go to the university here. So. Oh, what do you have at university? Ah, uh, I need to go to the library for some information myself. <laughs> Well, that is a bit fascinating. What uh, information are you trying to get? I don't really know. <laughs> uh, oh, that's even better. What, what do you mean you don't know? Uh, it's a lot to get into. Maybe, maybe after a drink. <laughs> um, uh, is is a drink uh, incoming? Oh yeah, from Teddy. Yeah, Teddy comes in. Brings up the same size ale. He's like, ah, oh, don't worry about it, bud. This kind of crap happens. Thank you, thank you. As then a little goblin comes out in a chef's apron with a broom. He's kind of sweeps the glass together and scurries off. Back um, into the back. I, I use prestidigitation to uh, uh, sap up all the spilled ale. Yeah, and before he goes, I want to uh, flip him a gold piece. He kind of looks down at the gold piece. You kind of put it in the dustpan with all the glass, and then he looks up at you. <laughs> and he, his smile goes literally from ear to ear. Oh, you have such a great smile. Yeah! And he scatters away. Oh, <laughs> you guys, he was so sweet. Okay. So, you're looking yes, for yes. information, a, a, but you don't know what it is? It's, it's hard to explain, to say the least. But yes, I don't really know what I'm looking 
What about you? You guys don't seem to be from around here. What the fuck does that mean? I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh. You don't look exactly like a dwarf. I've seen a lot of dwarfs around here <laughs> some reason. Yeah, I, I, I usually get a lot of names, but dwarf has never really been one of them. You have been sending some time. You are ex exceptionally tall, my friend. Oh, I don't think I'm that tall, but uh, perhaps, perhaps. I mean, I mean you kind of are. <laughs> Especially in comparison, but I mean, most people are taller than me. They're like taller <laughs> than the average Joe. So, but like in a really good way. <laughs> I, I like, I just, I can't get over. I don't, pretty, sorry, I but, you're just really pretty. Thank you. I you know, you you, <laughs> I, you look like like ice, but like a crystal too. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but dang, you guys I... are both holy cow. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I, I I'm going to keep you around if you're going to keep making me feel as good as you are. Hey, you know, it's a good thing to do. <laughs> so, anytime. So, so before before he came in, um, uh, you were starting to tell what you're doing in uh, in town. It's a, I'm, oh. I'm so sorry, and I, I, I look over Odalie. I I never actually introduced myself. What is your name? I uh, it's Odalie, but everybody just calls me Odie, so you just call me Odie, like everybody else. Odie, I like that. Odie, pleasure to meet you. I'm Svelta. She takes her hand out and just gives you the most aggressive. Shake, but like in a nice way. I uh, real excited. My 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 shoulder is starting to like feel the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but not one to be outdone. I'm I'm going to keep holding on to the handshake until you let go. <laughs> it's gonna be a little awkward, but eventually Odie will let go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, if I actually I recall correctly, I was the one asking you how uh, you were looking for. Um, I, uh, well, I, I'm trying to go to actually very similar to our, our Tallgrass Fort over here. I'm, I'm actually trying to find out a little more information on, um, well, it, it, it sounds a little, a little silly, but I'm, I'm looking for a, a special, a special weapon that, uh, has, has not been seen for quite a few years, and I was hoping I was hoping that there might be some information in the library. It is apparently the most uh, extensive library in, in the entire Unified Kingdoms, but uh, possibly all of Topira. It is very extensive. There's a whole heck of a lot of books in there. Yeah, yeah. Have you have you have you been to the library? I'm not yeah. a big reader. <laughs> I, I just know tell. you have that you have that large book on your back. <laughs> it, uh, excuse me, that's a banjo. <laughs> and she whips it out and just like starts playing the worst banjo you've ever heard. <laughs> but she's very into it. She's like, starts playing Wonderwall. <laughs> exactly. She'll eventually stop. A uh, banjo, not a book. Banjo. <laughs> I do. I, I do know it's got, it's got a whole heck of a lot of books. 
So it's probably whatever you're looking for. It's not silly. You know, if it if it if it means something to you, it's not silly at all. Um, I appreciate that. Um, I and 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 you. What what is your name? Uh, I look over to you. I'm Hoth. And um, you were saying you were trading into the library. Did you have a way in? Ah, so that is the only problem. Uh, no. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Uh, turns but you out can't just go in? No, turns out they're extremely secretive of all of their knowledge, and you have to be a member of the university to get in. Uh, I don't really want to make let that stop me. I'm going to still try. Um, but I haven't quite figured out exactly how to get in. Well, I suppose going over there in the morning should reveal some more information about that. Yes, knowledge should be free and accessible. That's a whole heck of horse crap. I don't know. I don't want anyone ruining my books. You know, I'm, I'm, inclined to, I'm inclined to agree with you. Why are they keeping all of the knowledge under wraps? If anyone has the means of acquiring said knowledge, why would anyone hide that from? Yeah, because it's classist and knowledge is power. Uh, but uh, you see, do you know how long it takes to write a book? <laughs> Books actually, are expensive, and if they get ruined, it can lose the knowledge. Exactly. So it's like, I'm big on like spoken stories, you know, like oral history and stuff like that. Books are, you know, <laughs> they're precious, but you get, you, you know, you use them and then they wear out. So. Of course, memory wears out too, so what the heck. <laughs> but what is the good of a book if it's not read? Ah, see? She thumps her fist on the table and sticks her hand out for a high five. <laughs> uh, uh, Shelter, uh, raise hand and, and, and high fives. <laughs> it's too hard, but it's, you know. <laughs> so, Heart, um, that's a really cool name, by the way. Um, You're still don't know what you're looking for. Or, I mean, I've heard some some wild and crazy things. Uh, not particularly. So... I have some vague idea, but uh, the specifics are lost to me. Well, a vague idea is still a good place to start. Yes, it is. It is why I'm here. You know, I believe in you too. You'll find whatever you're looking for. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And uh, what were you here for, um, Odie? She doesn't say it. She's just kind of like, I'm looking around the bar. Is anybody watching us? Uh, roll a perception check. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, please. Also, is anyone watching us? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh no! <laughs> Oh, yeah, nope. eight. You're too focused on your new Genasi acquaintances that you're too busy to really look around at your surroundings. Sounds about right. So she leads in really close and like motions you guys to like lean in really close. You can't, you can't say nothing about nothing. Got it? All right. All 
I don't know that I want to know then. Oh, well, if you don't want to know then, yeah, you know, it's all good. I'll just go back play my banjo. You have very much uh, piqued my curiosity. Go on. So she leans back in. It gets, gets real quiet, real intense, squints her eyes, sort of. Um, blows her hair out of her face. Um, and I'm here tracking a troop of slavers. Word has it they're traveling uh, in the vicinity, and uh, I think somebody should do something about that. So that's why I'm here. Troop of slavers, you say? Mm-hmm. Is, is there a common slave trade in these parts? Not, not, it it's it's underground. not Well, I mean, it's all basically underground, you know. Um, not exactly in these parts, but, you know. Other places, people are a commodity, and that's really freaking gross. So, huh. I try my best to do something about it, and that's why I'm here. And I swear to goodness, she points her finger at both of you. Can't see nothing about nothing. And then Rosie, you turn around and see the barkeeper right behind you. Another round? <laughs> yep, that would be great. Uh. <laughs> oh, oh no. And then he walks back to the bar, gets you guys each what you're drinking, gets you another full one, slaps them all on the table, and goes back to the bar. Before he leaves, she's gonna, she's gonna almost like be like totally on the table, and just, hey, listen, she's gonna slide him two gold pieces, please. Don't, I mean, if you got like information or something, but don't say nothing. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. He brings his fingers to his face, almost like zipping his lips shut and then throwing away the key and then snatches the gold. <laughs> Odie just looks like so visibly relieved and just like slinks back in her chair and knocks the drink back. <laughs> oh, you think I would be better at this? <laughs> <laughs> was Teddy standing behind her that entire time? <laughs> Not the entire time, but definitely at the later half of what she was saying. Uh... <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, that's... that's... yep. Alright, then as the night goes on, conversations are had, and it gets around to around ten or so-ish clock at night you see patrons starting to leave people go up to their room um you see the nobleman and his wife have left 
and pretty much everyone else of note has left except the investigator. He's still pounding back ales, not having a great time. His friend left, and then um, the uh, woodcarver and bricklayer are still there. They're having a jolly good time, and the teddy has gone back to the back, starting to help clean up, get everything ready for clothes. And then, yeah. At this okay. point, Hearth is like taking off his cloak and his like furs. He's just in his like, he's just in his chain mail. <laughs> or split mail. <laughs> and he's still like too hot. He's still like stretched out, sweating. It starts melting. <laughs> you, you really are sparkly. I think you're getting a little sparklier. Ah, I, oh, no. I, I, I could not say. <laughs> uh, so. Did you see? Did you guys see that, that guy over here? Yeah. Uh, sure. She motions to the investigator. Mm -hmm. it, apparently, there's been a string of uh, arson, and he's he's the person who's investigating it, I guess, and it's uh, not going too great. Uh, I mean, well, he looks I'm, like I'm, it's not going too great. I'm not a big fan of fire. No offense intended. Uh, none, none taken. Um, uh, at the at like word of this though, I put my hand over my flaming drink uh, <laughs> to, to smother it, and I just drink it really quickly and try to like be cause less uh, attention to me. I mean, you all really seem like the type to be an arsonist. I understand, but but you know you. It, this would not be the first time I was uh, accused uh, just for being who I am. People are really awful, I, you know? <laughs> oh, it's not so bad. I mean, I understand. I, I, I am a literal creature of fire. Um, I, I, I create fire every now and then. I, uh, it, 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 you know, signs do a point, for, for sure. Yeah, but you know what assuming does? Uh, I'm always fascinated to hear. Yeah, it makes an ass out of both you and me. So... <laughs> it's not uh, good. <laughs> I, uh, I, I throw my head back and laugh. Um, I understand, but assuming happens quite a lot here. Tell me more, though. Um, uh, and I, I look around, um, and uh, I... I Look, look at you and, and uh, do I see anybody watching again or no? Uh, nope. Okay. Um, what? Are you like like have have you have you done this before? Like trying to break up a slave ring or is this like a one off? Odie looks around too. Yep, no one. And she she makes sure to look behind her this time. Yeah. <laughs> You make eye contact with the barkeep, and then he gives you a little wave, but then nothing more. I wave back. Um, yeah, I've been doing this uh, for counts on her fingers, and she definitely does not get to 15. She's like, about 15 years or so, you know? It's a tough thing to to uh, get rolling, but it's a lot of oh, good gosh. people helping, so, you know. 15 years is a long time. This is... It's not easy, you know, because it's, it's something 
people do, you know, like I said, assuming is a bad thing. But a lot of people assume it's not even an issue. But, uh, it uh, most definitely is, so. I, 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 I never knew this was in the area. Um, I, and as I, as I look around, I look at that in, in Inspector. Um, um, do I notice anything um, particular about him? Um, um, he's wearing just his pretty much normal city guard outfit. He's wearing leather hide armor, and then he's wearing the colors of the city, which is black with turquoise accents. And then the emblem, emblem on his shoulder is, um, let me find the picture. It is a banner of a uh, snowy deer. Um, it's hard to explain, but just it's a navy blue, light blue gradient with a snowy deer on top. Ah, um, have I seen that sigil before? Um, you've been in the city for a little bit, and that's kind of just the emblem of the city. Okay, gotcha. Um, cool, cool, cool. Um, I look on feet. And then, looking at him, kind of looking him over, he's sitting at a window seat in the tavern, and he kind of peers his head to look out the window, and then you hear him say from quite loud, no, 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 as he stands up and then darts out of the tavern. Oh, yeah, um, guys, I gotta go. She's she's gonna follow. <laughs> uh, the other two, what are you doing? I suppose I will follow our small friend here. Um, I yeah yeah I will uh, I will do the same. I will leave two gold on the table though. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rosie, you dart ahead immediately, and then takes the others. Couple seconds to kind of get all the gear, leave it on the golden goat. But then, Rosie, you kind of sprint out of the tavern, and then you see him dart about um, two blocks down the road, and then takes a quick left, and then you follow behind. And then, you, before you turn the corner, you can see a little bit of smoke rising from the next street over. And then you turn the corner, and you see that an apartment above a little blacksmithery caught a blaze and is um pretty much has flames from floor to ceiling just in the top but then the blacksmithery is okay but then you see a small crowd gathering and then you see the investigator basically run up to the blacksmithery and then gets lost in the crowd and then at this moment is when Svelter and Hearth come up behind and see the burning building, and what do you all do? Yeah, so as, as Swelter and Hearth are leaving the tavern, Swel uh, Hearth just casts Path of the Trace, yep. so that they're not like stopped by anyone on their way. Yep. And then he, he, they make their way there, and as soon as I get there, I'm just looking to Odie to see what are we doing. Do I, do I feel any different? Do I feel any different with Path of the Trace cast on me? Um, yeah. Feel a lingering shadow looming over you and around you, and you can you you can sense a little bit of magic in the air, but that's about it. Okay. Ooh, spooky! I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, knowing that I'm going to take take the hints from you. 
um, and like nod, nod right at you and try to like blend in as much as I can among different people. Um, not as not as easy uh, as 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 you would think, being having flaming hair and being bright red. Um, but I'm trying to uh, like hide among different objects as well. And then can I get you all to make a perception check for me? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna change the dice that I'm rolling. Uh, could be worse. Could be better. Thirteen. Whoa! I got a twenty. Ooh. Hell yeah! Yes. <laughs> First one. Oh my god. First yes. nat twenty of the campaign. Nice. I got a nine. Nine. Okay. <laughs> so, Rosie, after being humiliated by not being able to see the barkeeper behind you. You keep your eyes peeled, and being the first one from your group at the scene, you get that little extra second to take in everything you see. But then, um, looking at the blaze and on the almost collapsing roof, you swear for a split second you can see a silhouette with green glowing goggles. But then, as you blink, a puff of smoke from the fire appears out in front of them, and then it disappears. Are there, are there people in there? Um... Are they in front of the investigator? Uh, I'm, I'm uh, not sure. Um, fire, fire crews are on the way, and... I'm going up. Going up? Okay. I'm going uh, up, but I'm doing uh, it. That might not be a good idea. <laughs> I'm going... I will run into the flames. Okay. Alright. I will run with them, but I'm going to use my channel divinity. <laughs> As I do. <laughs> Okay. So yeah, he kind of tries to reach out and grab you from going in and make an uh, acrobatics or athletics check, uh, Odie. Oh, we're definitely going in. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, no. The universe has balance. That's a nat one. <laughs> That's a nat one? <laughs> yeah, he also rolled low, but can't really roll lower than a nat one, but <laughs> yep. As you try to take Nine off, total. he grabs your arm, you kind of struggle as your friends take off, and then seeing him grab Odie, Parth, and Svelter, what do you do? I um, grab Odie I, as I run past. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to, to say to them, um, if anyone's going to run into flames, it's going to be me. Okay, and then Tommy, as you take off, and Hearth, give me a contested strength check. I, and you have 1d6 temporary hit points on you, by the way, uh, Swelter. Oh, so is it 1d6 plus anything? No, it's just 1d6. So you have two. You have two temp hit points for now. But then. Um, oh, you can have advantage because Odie's struggling on your behalf. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, can I okay. help? <laughs> Please, I'm definitely trying to get out of this. 23. 23. Oh yeah. So you kind of. Give him a slight shove just to get him just to get him off balance as you kind of grab Odie's other arm, yank her free, and then both run towards the burning building. And then, Spelter, as you first get in, you go into the blacksmithery, and everything looks to be normal in here, because um, as being a blacksmith, you're kind of preventable. Fires don't really spread very far because they're dealing with that every day, but you kind of see the stairs towards the back that goes to the upstairs, and then at this point, Hearth and Odie catch up to you. Uh, Rosie, you have four tenth hit points, and I have four tenth hit points. Oh, you're such a gem. 
And what 26 is third level, is it? I believe so, yeah. Oh, you're right. It's plus plus five for that, so, um... Ooh. Nine for one less, and you have seven. <laughs> Sweet. Excellent. Alright, then, as you go up to where the stairs are, what is your order going to be? Uh, I, I, as they were dealing, uh, um, Arth was, was dealing with Odie and trying to get her undone, I just beelined it, so I would imagine I'd be first. Okay. I think it's, uh, Hearth, and then, or I think it's, um, Swelter, and then Rosie, and then Hearth. Okay. Perfect. Then, in order of that, can I, everyone make me a constitution saving throw as you charge into the smoke? Um, Svelter with advantage, because you are a fire genasi. Jolly. Dang it. I'm really rolled oh, 12 and 11 <laughs> for a total of 17. Okay. So then, yeah, Svelter, you're good. You charge up and have no issue dealing with the smoke. Um, Hearth and Odie, what did you both get? I got 13. I got a whopping 5. <laughs> okay, then as you both run up, you kind of breathe in smoke for the first time and start coughing. Um, Hearth, you feel... A bit of yourself start to kind of melt down and water down as you've never been in this intense heat before but then you both struggle and make it up half as far as Svelter did no damage taken yet can I just go faster and fight through the damage yes because um, I will do that kay. that's why I'm yeah, doing the death flames yeah. so we can just ignore it for the most part yeah. I'm doing my best to like parkour through this Okay, then Odie and Harth, you both take five points of fire damage. Aye. As you, as all three of you charge up to the apartment building. And then looking around, you can see kind of a smallish apartment. There's like a small kitchen and then like a one bedroom, one bathroom attached to it. And then like a little living area. And then can everyone make me an investigation check? Hearth and Odie with disadvantage because of smoke. Heck yeah. Uh, can it be a perception check by any chance? Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, that I is a, a 15 um, investigation from Svelta. 15. I'm rolling so well, guys. <laughs> yeah, 14 for me. Okay. And then, um, Hearth, your first also, in. Yeah. Um, Rosie, you get back. You you now have seven tampon points again. Excellent. So I, I don't think I lost any. <laughs> no, Rosie. But you, it doesn't. So it doesn't heal. It, Twelve uh, tampon points don't stack. It just replaces your value if it's more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then Hearth, your first instinct coming up here is like looking into the kitchen, seeing if anything caught fire. Looking around, you don't see anything. You don't see what would be the fantasy equivalent of a stove being left on or anything of that effect. Um, well, whereas Odie and Svelter, you see the bedroom door creak open as it catches flame and then burns off of its hinges. Um, I'm going to run through the door. And you see in the bedroom pretty much everything's ablaze. You see one body lying on the bed um, um, can I cast Fairy Fire to give us advantage on any perception investigation checks in that room? Does Fairy Fire work that way? It does. Oh, I never knew that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Okay. 
So yeah, you cast Fairy Fire, and it illuminates. Um, and twenty foot cube. Yeah. So it illuminates the whole room, and you see lying on the bed is a Eldrin female lady. She's kind of golden in nature, kind of almost blending in with the fire. And you see that she is not blinking or breathing. Um, I'm going to uh, uh, like try to cover her with um, with my body. Um, I, I'm not very big. I don't know how much I'll cover her. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I call out and I go over here. There's someone. I'm not sure if she's breathing or not. I, I okay, I'm not I'm sure if I have the strength to carry her. Um, okay, okay, let's go. Immediately okay. casting spare the dying. <laughs> and then everyone else, can I please have another Constitution saving throw? Oh, man. Uh, again advantage? with advantage, yep. Seven. <laughs> Ooh, oh, that was much uh, better. Seventeen. Twenty-three. Okay. Um, sorry, Odie, what did you get? Seventeen. Seventeen? Okay, so, Svelter and Odie, you kind of put your sleeve up to your mouth and try to use it as a makeshift filter, and it works pretty good for the most part. But then, Hearth, you're having a really tough time with this. You're going to be taking... Um, where is it? Uh, eight points of fire damage, and then you feel yourself kind of come to your knee as the smoke is starting to fill your lungs, and you're really having a tough time to breathe. Hi. Um, that's fine, I guess. <laughs> um, can that's... I take like a, a like a scarf thing off? Because I have a lot of just like random pieces of fabric on my person. Because it's just who he is. And like wrap around his face really quick, like a just to make like a makeshift like face mask sort of thing. Yep. I feel like that's okay, easy enough to do. To the, going over to the person. Okay, With then. the fact that I'm suffocating, can I cast verbal spells right now? Um, you're kind of choking on it, so I'd say you can barely. If you fail another one, then you won't be able to. I I. But then. Yeah. From behind you in the kitchen, you feel a minor explosion. And then that part of the building collapses onto the blacksmith. And then it's really just the living room and then the bedroom you're in that's still intact of the upstairs floor. Okay, is there, are there any windows or anything? There is a window. Arth pulls out his um, rope and commands it to tie a knot on the window. And then Arth is going to try to pick up the person that um, is on the ground if he can. Okay. Uh, give me a strength check with disadvantage. Can we help? Uh, yes. If you help, then you'll be a strict formal role. Strength athletics. Uh, athletics. Fifteen's not bad. Yep. So you're able to hoist her up onto your shoulder. Go down the rope. <laughs> it will hold. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Let's go. Everybody out, let's go. Um, do, uh, before we leave, can I make an investigation check to see if anybody else is in here? Yes. Uh, not bad. Uh, 18. 18, you see that someone, there's fresh tracks of someone, but that was, like, around two minutes ago. Uh, are so they... Some, someone was in here, but... Are they, those tracks leading out the door, like, as in they made their way out, or, or somewhere else in the house? Um, it looks like they start by the bed, 
but then you see two fresh pairs of footprints, but no trail. Is the window uh, facing the street? Yes. Like where we would... Oh, shit. Um, you, you all go ahead. I'm going to make sure no one else is in here. I'm fine. I'm fine in here. I'm going to tell the rope to knot itself, so that when we climb down, we have advantage to climb down on it. Okay. And then before you kind of reach out, go jump out of the window, can I have one more constitution check from Odie and Hart? Nat one. <laughs> oh, I almost rolled a nat one. Oh my god. That's Wait, a I think I, get my, I think I get at least my 10 hit points back before. Yeah. Roll that real quick. You got 11. Let's go. But yeah, Rosie, you first make your way out of the wind. You open the window and then start climbing down the rope. But then you immediately hear Hearth start coughing up along and barely crawling to the window. Yeah, but you gotta take short, shallow breaths. Keep coming. Come on. Come on. Hurry up, please. I am going to just try to climb down the rope as fast as I can, carrying the person. Okay. And then, Hearth, you take. Another 11 points of fire damage. Aight, aight. That's fine. <laughs> Still feeling good. Still 40 hit points. <laughs> God bless those 7 HP, man. For real, the man. Toilet Sanctuary is the shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then... Rosie, do you go back up and help? Um, I will climb back up to the window and see if I can see Stelta uh, anywhere. Um, you see Svelter on the opposite side of the bed from where the window is, as he's kind of almost crouching down to look at what he sees as a pair of footprints. Yeah, then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over there and help. This is dumb, but I'm doing it. <laughs> okay, so you they run past an almost choking hearth and an unconscious lady as you run to Svelter's side. What are you doing here? I'm I'm fine in here. Hey, hush! Did you find anything? I found tracks. I have. I see there's another person. I'm not sure if they made it out alive. No, listen. When I was down on the street, there was a little. I I don't. I saw it for a split second, second, and it was just like a, a person with green goggles. Are there tracks going to the window? Uh, there. Roll me a perception check. Oh. Oh, oh frig. <laughs> 12. Uh, you don't see any footprints going to the window. Um, do I do I see any other tracks other than the ones that you described like going anywhere else? Um, what did you roll before? Uh, my investigation was 18. 18. Okay. So you don't see any other footprints, but you do see a hole in the roof above you. Um, I, how high is that roof? Um, it's like eight or so feet. Uh, is that something I could uh, jump up to? Do you think? Um, how tall are you? I think uh, five two. Um, what's your strength modifier? Oh Jesus! Uh, not minus one. <laughs> um, hey, probably listen, if not. You let me, I, the two of us together are about eight feet tall. I think so. <laughs> I could climb up on you, get up there, drop a robe down. Yeah. Um, that's a good idea. Um, uh, and the yeah, ceiling, is that, is that the sky above, or do we see another room? Ah, uh, you see the sky above. Okay, good. 
Yeah, no, that, that's good. It'll get you out, out of the smoke area. Um, and I, I, I try to uh, pick you up. I'm just climbing up you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then as you're climbing up, um, Hearth, can you give me one more constitution check? Sure, I'm casting Cure Wounds, by the way, as well, on the, okay. the person. On the person? That's not good. That's not bad. That's 20. That's, that's good. That's... Yeah. Hell yeah. Cast so you have cure. just enough energy to roll yourself out of the window onto the slightly angled shingles of this little balcony, and then try to grab onto the rope. Make a acrobatics check. It would be athletics, no? Um, this is more of a reach and grab versus um, just trying to climb down it, if that makes sense. Do I still have the advantage from using the rope when it's knotted? Um, yes. Six. <laughs> so as you kind of stumble down the little balcony, it's angled down towards the street. Try to reach out and grab the rope, but your hand slips off of it and you fall down into the streets below. Hey, can I at least have the, the person fall on top of me? Am I yes. able to do that at least? Okay. Yes. Okay, <laughs> and then... That'd be, that'd be so awkward. Just a, you, you get pulled out of a burning building only to have a, a, an Earth Ganassi in full split armor fall on top of you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes, then, Rosie, um, give me an acrobatics check to climb up on top of Svelter and also climb on the roof. Oh man, come on, big money. Okay, that's not bad, uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20, yep, you nimbly climb up him and then jump off his shoulders and um, muscle up your way onto the roof. And I will um, hold on to some rope and drop it down. Okay. Is there anything uh, to tie it to? Um, there's a little chimney on top. I'll, I'll tie it to that really, really fast. Okay, give me a... Straight dexterity roll with disadvantage since you're doing it really fast. Oh, why did I have to say that? Okay, here we go. Let's see. Oh, oh, look, I rolled a 17 and a nat 20. Hell yeah, 22, Damn. baby. Yeah, the knot's solid. Svelter gives a tug on Ooh. it a couple times and it seems like it can at least hold your body weight. Uh, I'm gonna find it. Kip, give me a straight athletics trick. Straight athletics? Oh, thank God. Uh, 18 minus 1, <laughs> 17. <laughs> oh, my God! So, yeah, you managed to full-on pull yourself up the rope and climb onto the roof as well. Excellent. As you feel <laughs> the heat radiating from beneath, you only feel you feel like you only have about, like, 30 seconds left on this roof before you feel like it's going to collapse. Okay, well, yeah, okay, I, I'm looking for anything. I'm assuming we're both Same. looking for anything. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to investigate as fast as I can. Okay. Um, I guess both of you investigation. Given okay. the fact that I'm not coming down, I'm going to tell the rope to untie itself. Uh, okay. <laughs> big money, big uh, money. Uh, 13 investigation. <laughs> well, I shouldn't just help you. <laughs> oh, well. It's good. Um, 13, okay. So this is where you feel the footprints fade but you do feel a little bit of some 
residue of magic from the ceiling, from this roof. So give me an Arcana check. Okay. Um, is there any... Uh, 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 Loki's not with me. He can't give me the health actions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, not, not great. Twelve. Twelve? Twelve. Just enough to get it. You Ooh. feel that there was a simple teleportation spell cast from this spot, and it was the spell Misty Step. So... I, I immediately look around, uh, uh, try as hard as I can, so, uh, and I, I, I say out loud, they're at least kind of close. They have to be. Um, I, I know because that, that is a spell that I love using so much. Uh, I've, I've used it in several several of my battles. Uh, it's only 60 foot range. There's only so far that could have gone. It's only 30 feet. 30, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I know it so well, and I say it wrong. That's my favorite thing that's ever happened. Yeah. Uh, that brilliant. I was literally staring at the wrong thing that started with M. It's <laughs> sixty. God damn it. Oh, this is real life, man. It's yeah. real life. <laughs> Only thirty feet. It's all good. Brilliant. Go on. <laughs> It's only sorry, sorry. That was weird. It, it, it's thirty feet. I was wrong. I uh, no, no. So, so can you like follow the sense? She does like air quotes. Like, can you, you know like where he, he what is it? Misty stepped to. Um, I, I don't know where, but I I do know that they have to be at least close. Um, can I see if uh, I see anything? I'm looking around. Yep. Yes, like, give me a perception. Both of you, give me a perception check. Uh. Oh, yeah. Uh, perception minus one. Fuck me. Uh, it's still a seventeen. <laughs> oh hell yeah. <laughs> so, looking at where the um, building is situated, it's kind of close to the docks. So you don't see anyone quickly making a quick escape, but you see kind of some boats um, moored on the river. Then you see the circus about ten blocks away from you away from the docks and just a bunch of little street and alleyways going in through and behind buildings in this district. Okay, so so no, nothing for sure. Nothing for sure. Okay. Um, uh, I, I, I just go, um, and uh, oh. I don't see them. Uh, yeah, I mean, we got something though, we got something, but we gotta get off the friggin' roof. Yeah, um, I, uh, um, do, are, are you able to, to jump down? Um, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, how, my rope is 50 feet long. I don't know how much that's going to get us off the roof. Um, I um, can, I can, I can, how far is, uh, how far up are we? Um, you are about 20 feet. It's a two-story building. Uh, okay. Don't play about me. Uh, are you able to get down? I, I have a way of yeah. getting, getting down to the ground. Yeah. Are you, are okay. you, yep, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go. So I'm gonna grab okay. my rope and, and go. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch her, her go down, make sure that she's she's totally down. Okay. Is this the same rope that you tied to the chimney? Yes, I'm taking the rope with me and I'm kind of gonna like hang off of the rope and then just Fall. Okay. 
Um, you do know that the rope going into the building has since burned up to the point where it's now on the roof because it was in a burning house. Yes, is there anything I can... Do I see, like, any windows or anything? Do I see you peering over, Rosie? Yes, you would. Okay, I'm just going to command my rope to tie itself to the top of the house and not itself. I mean, I can fall. I'll be okay. I just jump down. (laughs) You know. You can also just climb down my magic rope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. I'll do that. Uh, so, because I, you know, I could make it like a, a cool parkour, fall down, and then just reduce the damage by twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna use the rope because it's so nice. Thank you. I'm just like scooping down the rope as fast as I can go. Okay, then Od, give me a strength check, athletic strike with advantage. Ooh. Uh, you said athletics? Yep. Oh, it's a good thing I got advantage. That's an 18. Perfect. We, you. we have all found our Ooh. undoing. <laughs> <laughs> and it is strength checks. <laughs> yep, so you basically firemen slide down the rope and get to the ground safely. And then, Svelter, give me a dexterity save as you feel the building kind of shake beneath your feet. Yes, I can do that. That ran out. Uh, 10. <laughs> Double digits. <Open. laughs> so the building, <laughs> you feel another it. explosion come back from this time the bedroom. So you feel a plume of fire roar from the hole that was in the roof, ceiling. And then mm-hmm. it kind of pushes you back and makes you stumble to your... Uh, you fall down prone. Okay, um, can I see the ground from where I am or no? Yes. Okay, I'm going to missy step down. Okay, perfect. And you missy step down to your friends. There seem to be quite a group gathered around the house at this point. You see quite a few really faces seeing everyone out of the building. And then the um, officer struts up to you. What do you think you kids are doing? What, what do you think you're doing? Nothing. Um, Shut up and leave us alone. I hear you. <laughs> but. I would have gone in there. But I am. Uh, six strengths in. And that would have been very negligent on my part. Hey, you know, it's okay. But uh, can you leave us alone so we can look after this person? We're going to come find you afterwards and tell you what we found out, okay? Um, roll persuasion. Oh, boy. Here we go. This is Uh, nothing. uh, (laughs) Uh, 11. (laughs) Um, Whatever you can tell them, uh, you can tell me. Well, yeah, I'm going to come find you. (laughs) As he kind of stands there and doesn't walk away. (laughs) Okay, Hart, what's uh, what's the situation? Have I been able to resuscitate the, the guy yet? Um... Roll me a medicine check. Alright. All my rolls can't be shit, right? <laughs> big money, big money. Don't think you're going to rock that wood. 18. 18. Yes. From your attempts of spare the dying and trying to cast cure wounds on them, none of the spells seem to have taken effect. I. Uh, anyone got a diamond worth 300 gold pieces? <laughs> you see all the commoners kind of outturn their pockets. Showing that there's no 300 gold piece diamond in this immediate vicinity. 
that's unfortunate. And also, I'm pretty sure it's been more than a minute. Um, but I, I, run, I run up uh, to you, um, uh, hard, and then I go, Any, any luck um, saving her? Does not seem to be the case. Um, I, uh, I look, I look down at her, um, I, I take my sword out, I, like, go down on one knee, I do, like, one, one sword salute, um, and, and lay my sword on her real quick, um, before, like, like, just ponder, um, before standing up, sheathing my sword. Listen, uh, um, do you... Is there anything? I believe the person who who caused this um, teleported away. I. Do you think she could have seen something before she died? Uh, perhaps. I'm not sure. I mean, I, the person that I told you about that I think maybe I saw it was in the room that we found him in. So. Do we do? Uh, um, is there is there any? Is there is there like a a temple around? Uh, um, Something where, where we could bring her. Maybe, maybe she could she could talk. Like, maybe they could bring something out of her. Some some, some necromancy. Um, just speaking. I can uh, speak with her tomorrow. You can. You can what? I can speak with her tomorrow. I do not have it prepared though yet. I. Is that that's great? Is that are you you're able to do? Wow. That's very valuable. Yeah, holy heck. Uh, it is unfortunate, though. Um, she... It's... I, I've, I've seen several people die this way. I feel bad every time I make it happen. It's a, it's a terrible way to go. You make it happen. And then looking at the crowd around you guys, <laughs> you see that... They are starting to kind of huddle around you guys because everyone kind of wants to see what happens. But then almost immediately you feel the crowd kind of disperse almost to make way for a path. And then that is where we're going to end it for this part. Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode one of our series, Adventures and Aberrations. My name is Tommy Rose, and I played Svelter Kinderlight, as well as Alex, who played Hearth, Rosie, who played Odalie Oak Blossom, and Sean, our intrepid DM. All of the background sounds were from Michael Gelfi Studios on YouTube. Their link can be found in the description. And if you enjoyed, please make sure to leave a review, and please share this with your friends and family, as it's the best way to get a small podcast like this off our feet. Don't forget to look for episode two, releasing a week from now on Monday, September 5th. On behalf of everyone here at Adventures and Aberrations, I'd like to thank you all one last time for listening along, and I hope you'll join us for our next episode, and that you have an amazing rest of your day.